All right, and welcome back to the new and improved podcast with your new host. The other host got fired. Actually, most people don't feel that way about him getting fired. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. And uh, your new host, Kamal El Maki. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Takbir. Anyways, so now that uh, Dr. Salman has been fired, and, you know, Dr. Salman, what did he do? He studied plants. You know what he told me? We were having dinner. He was like, you know, we were like uh, Captain Planet, saving the planet and all. You know what I told him? Yeah, but he succeeded. Hey, assalamu alaikum. We, you just got fired, actually. So we just told the audience that you're gone, and they laughed even. You know, it was, <laughs> it was not a big deal to them. Nice, nice one. Okay, okay. Let, let him let him let him take his seat back i mean you don't want to deprive someone of of the only thing they have going for them you know what i'm saying you want to do the big boy job you can give it a shot we interrupt our program to bring you this important message it's that time of year Join us for another amazing evening of inspiration with special guests during the Winter Bank Holidays exclusively at Royal Nawab's London, taking place on Bank Holiday Wednesday the 25th of December and January the 1st. Limited seats, book now. www.familydinner.co.uk What's that? Yeah, exactly. You know, it was tough because we had all these uh, Saudi mashayikh and stuff. Like, we, he'll know that the show is at 6 p.m. So I'll call the sheikh. So sheikh, we're starting in three minutes. He's like, لا, أنا ما صليت العصر. I'm like, it's a live show. He's like, you have to wait. Like, it's a live show. I'm like, no, wait. It's, it's good. You know, um, one of the things that, that makes British humor successful, in my opinion, so I know people just automatically say, well, it's clever humor. American humor is dumb humor. American humor is dumb humor. Not all British humor is necessarily clever humor, but there are, it's uh, layered humor. Mm. You know what that means? Like there is a joke within a joke and sometimes within another joke. And that's what makes like it Inception. wonderful. Um, I saw this video analyzing why The Simpsons was funny in the beginning. And they nailed it accurately. So until season seven, and then a lot of the writers left, and that's why it never became the same. But they showed this clip where, like, Bart was on his bicycle. He, it's just like he leaves it on the side of the, the sidewalk or something like that. And then a street pavement. cleaner, huh? The, pa the, pav oh, the pavement. Then the street cleaner comes, he's, he, and he, he goes over the bike. So then the kid screams. <laughs> it's actually a funny clip. It's like there are four jokes in this little short clip. He, yeah. put, he leaves his bike on the pavement. The street cleaner comes and he purposely goes over the bike. So when he sees it, he screams. But then when the truck p passes over it, you see the bike sitting there and it's completely oh, yeah. clean and <laughs> sparkling. So it's like he didn't destroy the bike. He cleaned mm -hmm. it for him. So then he laughs, gets on the bike. It collapses completely. So then the, the driver pokes his head out the window and then laughs at him. But because he's now looking backwards, mm -hmm. he goes down the, sub the, the tube or tube, the subway yeah. uh, like entrance, the stairs. Mm. He crashes down there. So it's like five jokes in just a few seconds, you know, layered humor. Yeah. 
But then, then later, it just becomes a one punchline that's not very creative. You know, one of the worst things about these sitcoms, uh, they're actually, a lot of them are very, very poorly written, at least in America. Very, mm. very poorly. The jokes are really, really bad. And the really bad. Like, for example, the, the Big Bang Theory. That is, I've never watched more than three seconds mm. of that. It's horrendously bad. The jokes are incredibly poor. But what happens? There's a laugh track, which is recorded. Oh, okay. And then it makes you think. And so, uh, and in the one people analysis. People are more likely to laugh when they hear other people laugh. Of course. Especially in the, if, if you're in an audience, a comedy club or something. I, in one analysis video, they play the clip without the laughter. It is completely unfunny. Yeah. And then with the laughter, you're like, oh, people are funny, so <laughs> it must be funny. No, we exactly. Don't do that. We don't do that. And that's why okay. you need that hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you need the hair because you're funny, you just don't have an audience. Yeah. See, I'm trying to be nice to you. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's never happened before. What do I do now? <laughs> Am I like the meanest host you've had, no, like no, guest no. you've had or something? No, I mean. Who was meaner than me? No one. You're, you're, you're quite a lovable, kind, gentle teddy bear. <laughs> <coughs> but I like uh, I like your rants though. Yeah, I remember that thing. I remember this thing you did about punching punching in the face. Oh, you you remember Ten that things. one? I don't remember exactly what it was, but what was it? That was that was old, but that was uh, old reasons, but gold. Reasons to get punched in the face. Yeah, it was a top ten reasons to get punched <laughs> in the face if you're a Muslim speaker, yeah. and you just start off with number ten and then go all the way to number one. So that's so it, is, are you into MMA and stuff? Because that's that's what a lot of people are now talking about punching in the face. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, again, with anything you yeah. put out there, some people understood that <laughs> I'm not really talking about hitting in the face. It's, and then it's a layered joke. Yeah. And then some speakers were, you know, refuting yeah. that. It? Is it halal or haram to punch someone in the face? <laughs> like, like, for okay. you, it might be mustahab. like, okay, 11. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> like, mustahab for you. So what were they? Oh, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but, but they were all legitimate. Like, one of them, for example... Asking for a cappuccino before we start. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for it. I'm this. joking. It was, it was me. Your I, idea. I asked for it. <laughs> One of them was, for example, um, asking money for a Friday khutbah. You know, you're gonna pray anyway. <laughs> you're gonna pray anyways, and and I, and I said, you know, unless you have a hadith the ummah has never heard of, you don't mm -hmm. deserve five thousand dollars for khutbah. This was a true story. Whoa, five thousand dollars for like if you I did it, Barack Obama. <laughs> If you ask someone for khutbah and they ask for $5,000, he must have a hadith the ummah doesn't yeah. know about. Number two, I said, if you do have a hadith the ummah doesn't know about, make your way to the nearest piff station, puff, get punched in the faith immediately, <laughs> because why, why do you have a hadith the ummah never heard of? So I thought that was reasonable. The look, I said, okay, if, if they give you a little bit for gas, what have you, you know, I'm, I'm going to drive 45 to minutes one way. Up. Yeah, okay, and they give you gas money. And even then, I personally, if someone hands me a $20 bill here, get some gas, I'd be like, excuse me, you know, 20 bucks and stuff. And they're like, can you give me 10 change? <laughs> it happens, Allah. Yeah. It happens. One time a brother came to me after, the, after my lecture and what have you, and I was out of town, and he goes, um, he's trying to be nice, you know, but he made the worst suggestion ever possible. He goes, how about... After the salah, I get up, I grab the mic, and I say, well, you know, Sheikh traveled from far, and he left family behind, so uh, if we could all just, you know, whatever's in your pocket, take it out. I'm like, you just made me just some kind of street beggar. Like, this brother is cut off, and he has no house and no place to stay. <laughs> so everybody, please, whatever pounds or uh, yeah. changes in your pocket, take it 
What are so you how doing? How much did you make that day? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you should hit that. Yeah. I didn't. It's too late now. We'll add it later. If we do, then we'll have to take this bit out oh. and this bit. Okay, good. And but not that bit. Just one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, what other so things? So, us charging money for Juma. Money for Juma. Demanding a kind of a coffee, a coffee, a specific coffee, as if your life depends on it. Like, there is a sheikh at midnight. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> at midnight, he's and it was like minus thirty degrees. Decaf. He's yeah. asking for a specific type of you know this many pumps of uh, vanilla. And, uh, <laughs> what are you gonna die if we don't get it? Like we'll, we'll come wake come in the morning, wake up for your lecture, like sheikh, sheikh, and then we help call the hotel management. The, you get the key, they open the door, we find you in bed. And there's, there's a note. I told you I needed the Frappuccino. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Yeah. That's going to be an awkward janazah. But see, look, man, that's like basic stuff. And I always say this, I come off like the mean guy. Like, what's the matter with this guy? He doesn't he understand that people have me. But, okay, everyone has needs, everyone has preferences. It's, not, it's, it's Frappuccino, not insulin. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Come on, man. Like the sheikh's insulin. But some, do you think it's because... People, organizations, charities, masajid have have kind of humored these requests and 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 um, yeah. let let it fester and that, yes, that of problem course. worsen. Like sometimes I don't blame the sheikh. Yeah. Like if for four That's years, a standard thing. Yeah. Everyone's offering. He's gonna. If for four years it. I'm a king everywhere I go, mm. and then I go to one place and they keep it real, and they're like, I'm like, I need this. I'm like, yeah, there's a store down the street. <laughs> like, how, how could you? It's really, yeah. it's, it is still my fault. I'm not saying there's no blame, but it's also the fault of these people for four mm -hmm. years who treated me like a king. You but know, I mean, then you have to balance it with just giving ihtiram of the guest and... Yes. Oh, here's the best way to understand that, okay? Um, this is one of, our, one of our teachers, and he says, when I first met uh, Sheikh Al-Albani, rahimahullah, he said, I went to him, and I went to kiss his hand. And... You know, it's permissible to kiss the hand of scholars. He says, I went to kiss his hand, and he said the sheikh violently pulled his hand away. He said, but sheikh, you s this, even in your books you mentioned this is permissible. He said the sheikh said to him in, like, in the colloquial, in the dialect, he says, what? You do your part, and I do mine. And that's so beautiful. Mm. Like, yeah, your part is to kiss the hand of the scholar. My part is to not let you kiss my hand. You see? Mm. So your part is to be a good host and be as generous and kareem and nice as possible. And my part is to not be burdensome and to tell you, no, take it easy. Yeah. No, I don't need that. That's the, do they work together, then you get something nice in the end. Yeah, two but pumps of vanilla. Huh? Two, two pumps, pumps of vanilla. vanilla. Exactly. Yeah. We should, that should be the code yeah. for it. Do you remember? <laughs> now, well, now we have another code. I don't know. I hope the person's not watching that. 75% um, cocoa. <laughs> I don't know that so one. one. I think uh, Shafiq, uh -huh. my friend. Oh. Shout out Shafiq. Oh, Maulana, Pirsa. Mm. Um, we have to stand up when his Shafiq, name is mentioned. Uh, he sent me a message last night when I said I'm with you. He said, "Oh, uh, the Molana, give salam to Molana Pir Hazrat uh, Kamal Al Makki, whose Noor turns the sea green." Mm -mm. <laughs> That's only because and I and he showed me the video of you jumping out of the. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we add it to the video? Probably <laughs> jumping not. into the off the boat and uh, probably turning not the sea green for Shana. sure. But uh, why was I mentioning him? Yeah, I think he, uh, either him or maybe uh, Adil, uh, another regular on this podcast, uh, the co-host. Um, he said they said that among the list of demands, 
for a particular sheikh slash speaker was nothing less than 75% cocoa chocolate. Are you serious? <laughs> like dark chocolate, yeah. is that what he wants? Yeah. Nothing less than 75%? <laughs> Let me tell you something. This and, and people, you know, they come complain to me about these things. All right? And they probably complain about me to other people, yeah. but th that's not the <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. The but, uh, point is... <laughs> so this lady came to me, and she was head of hospitality or something. She said the sheikh sent them an email. Because you of have time. a head of hospitality. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a big problem. Yeah. You shouldn't be... You shouldn't even be... Sounds <laughs> good, though. I need to get into these, Look, these conferences. This is a country in Europe, all right? And so... so France. the. Because, all right, let me just not. <laughs> don't open the French door on me, man. Um, anyways. Bonjour. So um, she, she said, weeks in advance, the sheikh sent an, an email. He said, there has to be a table at the side of the stage and it has to have a bowl of Kellogg's cornflakes. It has to be Kellogg's cornflakes, okay? Don't give me Captain Crunch and don't give me... It has to be Kellogg's Tesco's cornflakes. Tesco's no frills. Then next to it has to be... Next to it has to be a glass of 2% milk, and it has to be oh. cold. And it has to be ready there so that when I get off stage, I can eat it. And it has to be, it can't be pre-mixed, because it'll just get soggy. Yeah, of course not. No, it has to be crunchy for yeah. Molana. <laughs> now, here's the thing. So this country, like in America, you can get 2%, 1%, 0 all that. And oh, this country no. didn't have that. Only 1% and 3%. She said, I scoured the country. And I finally, finally found 2% milk, and I got it, and I got Kellogg's, and it has to be Kellogg's, Kellogg's, and not any some other brand that has mm. cornflakes. And I had that table ready. She said, for two days, he never once went towards it. Like, there's all the effort. But it's comforting, though, just to have it there, right? I guess it for him. Help, it would help, you know, if you're giving a lecture and stuff, and mm. you're, feeling, you're not feeling the love from the audience, and then you look, look over, and that the golden... Crispy golden uh, cereal flakes are staring back at you. Yeah. And it just gives you that extra it could be. push to carry on. But if you're the kind of person that needs a bowl of cornflakes to get comfort, then maybe you shouldn't be a speaker. One person, he demanded uh, smoke on stage. He said, when you introduce <laughs> me, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this because I know the guy who's complaining to me, he says he sent an email in advance. He said, uh, rent a smoke machine. And this is the final countdown. Yeah. So <laughs> to the talk. <laughs> so before you, <laughs> I, I I got the reference. I just, I just wanted to hear it out loud. Sorry. I just didn't know what to. It's been blaring in my head ever since you said it. Oh, is but I've right? let it out now. Carry on. I never said final. Did I say final? No, I know. Countdown? I, no, I did. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Smoke machine. Eh? So he said, when you introduce me, I want to walk out through the th the smoke. <laughs> He said, the guy said I just ignored it. I didn't get him the smoke machine or anything. So when he when he came, he was very angry. Like, why isn't there a smoke machine? So and he set him, fire to the place. Huh? It's what? And he set fire to the place. Fighters? He set fire to the place. Oh, set fire, fire to the okay. place. Americans. That would have made it better, right? <laughs> so the, the guy tells him, like, it was $95 just to rent it for a few hours. He's like, you don't have $95? <laughs> he was paying for my first class ticket. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Did you read Sheikh Haytham's article about that back in the day? I watched his 30 or 35-minute yeah. video on, yeah. on it back in the day. That was powerful. And I loved yeah. it. It was, it was awesome. And the, some of the stories were crazy. Got a lot of uh, flack on the Sam Trinity for that. A lot of comments. Some speakers weren't very happy.
Yeah, I, I also forwarded to a lot of speakers, and <laughs> some of them didn't like it. And my, my rule is if there's something you don't like, there's some violations. You know, why wouldn't you like it? You know? It is a fitna, though. Yeah. Getting uh, treated nicely. But you know something interesting? People always talk about celebrity shiuch like it's a new phenomenon. Like, haven't you read history? Are you kidding me? You know, uh, Zain al-Abidin, this is uh, the, the Khalifa. So the wife of the Khalifa, she's watching from the balcony and it was Hajj season and it was very crowded. Mm. And the Khalifa with all his henchmen and soldiers, they were trying to push and, and beat people out of the way to make room for him to make tawaf and they mm. couldn't. The crowd was so rough, they decided to try again later. She said, then a man came by himself and the crowd immediately opened up for him and he made tawaf. They kept moving out of his way, just mm -hmm. by himself. She said, who is that man? They told her, that is Zainul Abidin from the grandchildren Allah of Ali ibn Abi Talib. She said, that is a true mulk, not like the mulk of my mm -hmm. husband. You see? So look at, or, or Abdullah ibn Mubarak, whenever he would go out for, for self-struggle, you know what I'm mm. <laughs> It's like it's haram to say jihad now, right? <laughs> Whenever he would go out for jihad, the whole city would go out with him. Was that not a celebrity? Yeah. And there were other mm -hmm. ubad who were like, you know, celebrities, you know, popular for their ibadah. You know, many Abdullah ibn Muhayris, he was so popular for his worship of Allah. And he hated mm -hmm. it, of course. It's like, yeah, it comes with the territory, but it's your job to hate it, not take advantage of it. Mm, you start getting married left and mm -hmm. right. <laughs> Man, should I tell you a horrible story or You're there's right. no need? Go ahead, go ahead. Assalamualaikum guys, sorry to butt in, eh? but if you're enjoying this podcast, please head over to islamtunnc.com forward slash donate to help us make more. And if you're not enjoying it, head over anyway and help us make better ones. Man, should I tell you a horrible story or there's no need? Go ahead, go ahead. So we were at this... Uh... Round three, fight. <laughs> I'll tell you man. Hadouken! <laughs> here, here it comes. <laughs> so we were at, I was at this conference, it was just three speakers, it was me and two other guys, right? And we're in the speaker's room. It's just the three of us. Dressing room. Yes, the dressing room. We're all getting dressed. <laughs> and then one of them. Makeup. <laughs> he, wants to, he wants to get a second wife. Yeah. But he wants to let it be known to the sisters in the audience in this conference that he's looking for a second wife. So when it was Q&A time, <laughs> the two of them, I'm watching them. And, I, and I, my only regret now is I didn't say anything. Yeah. You know. Now I'm like, you know, older and bitter, like I would have just ripped. <laughs> but back then I was just watching them. And so they wrote on a torn piece of paper, like they made it look so real, you know, <laughs> like they burnt the edges off, made it look old. They wrote on a torn piece of paper. This question is for Sheikh Blank. Are you looking for a second wife? <laughs> and they said, OK, so you're just going to crumple that. You're going to read four mm. other five real questions and then read this one. And I remember then later on, we're, you know, table of three people and I'm sitting at the edge here. And then this other chef, and he acted so well. He did a great job. Like, he, you know how, like, when you can't read, like, the, it's not yeah. legible. He did that whole thing. He was like, it, look, look, watch this. I'm going to try to reenact it. That's Pantas, man. He wrote it and he knows, and watch how he does it. He goes, this question is for Sheikh so-and-so. Then he looks at him and he's like, uh, are you looking for a second wife? The other guy, that's his cue. He just lunged at the microphone and started st stammering yeah. and stuttering. And he was like, <laughs> he just like, okay. <laughs> like, relax, for God's sake. Like, Allah put you in a position to teach people their deen, and you're here mm -hmm. trying to get married with that. What was that. his name? 
You're going to bleep Shake this, like right? <laughs> bleep yeah, go on. Beep. Let me, let me get ready. Beep. Yeah, go, go, go on. <laughs> that is gross, man. It is gross. That's why the number one thing on the list did was... Huh? Did he get married? Huh? Did he find a second wife? He <laughs> got a second and more. Yeah. <laughs> one of my colleagues, he said he was... Business, man. He was on a plane with this older Dahlia. So what do you do when you're with this mm. older experienced dad? You're trying to like benefit from him. And said, I asked in him. In business class. I don't know. He didn't mention the class because it probably make the story worse. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> he said, I'm sitting next to him. And I said, Sheikh, what are your regrets in Dawah? So I'm trying to learn from him and stuff. <laughs> didn't so get married enough. He said, the Sheikh said <laughs> the opposite. He said, my only regrets in Dawah. And he was honest. He said, I got married way too many times. Mm. He said, we're both flying to the same conference. We landed, and that weekend, he married a girl from the conference, a, a woman from the conference, that for the weekend. I don't know if it was America or Canada. It was North America somewhere. That's where the crazy stuff happened. He said he, so he said his regret was getting married too many times. They landed, and he got married that weekend. The same guy who said his regret yes. was that <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I know, I, don't know, I know of one guy who goes to Sri Lanka for three days, gets married. What happens then afterwards? He tries to make sure there's another conference in Sri Lanka so he can come <laughs> see her a few more times and then he'll divorce her. If any sheikhs are listening like that, a wife is for life, not just for Christmas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's going to change things. Like, <laughs> um, Dr. Salman said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just it's for true. Christmas. <laughs> what about Thanksgiving? <laughs> we don't have that. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I mean, do you think these sisters should expose them? People who know this should expose them. Will it have a more detrimental impact on the dawah? Yeah, I know some some sheikhs. I didn't. I won't mention their names. They actually suggest that just expose them mm. to people. You know, organizing events. Yeah. Say this is you know this is this person's track so record. Okay. So you see, you said expose them to people organizing events, not to the world, right? Okay. And and see, that's what happened. And I respect all these sisters. When I wrote that. 10 reasons to get punched in the face thing. Mm. Uh, actually, it, that thing spread like crazy. Like, I, don't, I, don't even have, I didn't even have 25,000 people on my Facebook page, yeah. but it reached like 70 or more than that. Mm. But the point is that I, I didn't get anything negative about it. And I got privately messaged by sisters who said things like, you know, and, and uh, what I respect about them is they didn't mention the names, but one of them said, I married this speaker and you know him and you've done things with him. And I still don't know who he is. I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. And she said, he married me. So mm. he, he asked for my hand from my father, married me. And then I got pregnant. And then he forced me to have an abortion. And then he insulted mm. me in front of my father and insulted my father. And he walked out. He forced her to have an abortion. Now, same guy now will be at a conference. This question is for Sheikh so and so. Is it halal to have an abortion? Like uh, abortion, the scholar said, is uh, not permissible except in the. <laughs> That's bad. Anyways, That's what I was trying man. to say is like they were all t- mentioning their you know thank you for that and um, you know because point number one is not not constantly marrying students. Yeah. You know. Is it a thing? Is it like a common thing though? Maybe you're exposed to. Maybe your exposure is kind of um, disproportionate, obviously, because you're in those circles of yeah. learning students. I mean, <coughs> of, uh, <coughs> of uh, you know, dawa and speakers and that kind of stuff. Because you don't want to give the impression that this is this is a bigger issue than it is. Yeah, it probably isn't. Mm. So this like a, someone working in a hospital is going to be like, well, there's a lot of really sick people. 
But then what? It's because they keep following that thought. Then what is it's it? Because it, it's because it's a uh, you know the, what is it called observation bias. You know. So oh, so okay, I see what you're saying. Your segment is okay. I thought you were going the Bill Cosby <laughs> with it. Like the, he's gonna be like, let me just drug them. <laughs> That's what I thought you're going with this. I'm like, oh. where's this going? <laughs> hey, I yeah. thought it was innocent. Maybe we should stop talking about it so people don't think yeah. that this is like an epidemic. But, you know? but the, the 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 dangerous thing is 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 the the, the uh, it, it, there's a broader kind of scheme here to separate people from the ulama and to kind of draw, drive wedges between the, the masses and our scholars and leaders, and mm. that's the sad thing. That's why it's good that if Sheikh such yourself, um, you know, speak out against this, but giving giving that caveat that you know I'm not saying it's a huge issue, but you know some of us are speaking out, and um, you know, uh, not in my name kind of thing. Mm. Similar to the whole, uh, you know, me too accusations. <laughs> Sim- the, the accusations of you know um, government scholars, scholars for dollars, that kind of um, mm. rhetoric. And what are we going to call more powerful? That sound that's good as it, it rhymes. Yeah, it scholars rhyme. for dollars. What do we call these guys? Sheikhs for. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not helping because <laughs> we, this is always. It's gonna go down south. <laughs> it's gonna go south. <laughs> I'm staying out of uh, it. I mean, actually, I, I need to think some that rhymes. Mm. We'll add it in later. Yes. So, uh, what are, what other things will get get uh, are worthy of getting punched in the face for? Metaphorically. Oh. Um, Lightly, uh, the sheikh who calls himself sheikh and puts his title sheikh at the end of every email and, and every message, and in his voicemail, he's like, I mean, he leaves you a message. I've got like young guys left me a message. Assalamu alaikum. This is sheikh so and so. Like you call yourself that? No way. Like you call yourself that? Is that how you look in the mirror and the head? Like, good morning, sheikh. <laughs> is that what you do? <laughs> you know. There was a brother who's like a Talib in kind of graduate of um, Madrasa. So he was speaking to a brother, similar age, maybe he was even older, on the phone, and he was mentioning by his name. And then he hung up the, he was just saying brother or something like this, and okay, it's not like a brother. Um, he called him back, and he said, just, you know, letting you know, it's better if you refer to me as Sheikh or Imam, so and so. And his brother's like, uh, okay, thanks, bro. <laughs> Wow, he was shocked, man. I was like trying to make excuses for him that like maybe he's, you know, maybe teaching him how to I don't know respect. Keep Imam trying. Or something. It's hard. <laughs> keep, keep trying. It's hard. I'm I'm out. <laughs> he's like better call me Sheikh. Actually, one of the imams, my friend, he said this was like twelve year old kid in the in the masjid, thirteen, fourteen. I don't know what age. He's just a young whippersnapper. Either way. He says, he comes to me in my office like, Sheikh, I, I have a complaint. He said, what is it? He said, you don't call me Sheikh in front of people. So he tells him, why should I call you Sheikh? He said, because I'm Hafiz and I teach the younger kids and they look up to me and when they don't see you calling me Sheikh, they lose respect for me. I said, then what did you do? He said, I started calling him Sheikh. <laughs> like, now I just, I want to hurt you now for calling him Sheikh. Like, I would have told... Um, don't get me started. <laughs> this is a this is a teachable teachable moment here. Tell be a moment yeah. here. You close that time. Close the door and sit down. And you, then you tear them apart. <laughs> Never ever wish for something like that. What are you talking about? I'm gonna call a fourteen year old sheikh. You know. Maybe his first name was Sheikh as well. You missed that bit, huh? 
So yeah, if you want to be called Sheikh, go legally change your name to Sheikh. <laughs> so, getting married to students, um, asking for was it luxury? Being paid for Jummah, um, calling themselves Sheikh. Number Should four. Just open the list up. Yeah, <laughs> where is it? I want to. I want to see what you remember of it. Um, I just remembered one now. You said making lists yeah. on your yeah. fingers. Yeah, the other one is huh? Making lists on your fingers like this. No, the other one was uh, uh, writing your own introduction where you overpraise yourself. And then before your lecture, when they read your introduction, you pretend that you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm You're talking like, please, about? Please, please, please. No, no, no. Okay, go on, go on. <laughs> and sometimes you even, you cut off the guy. He's like, yeah, yeah. stop, that's stop that's right that's there. That's it's that's enough. I'm humble. You got to the first PhD. <laughs> that's enough for the audience to know. You wrote it. And then yeah. you're sad when it happens, you know. And... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think most you hate their introduction. Mm-hmm. I, most you hate their introduction. And uh, I, I hate mine. And I, I had nothing to do with mine. I hate nothing mm-hmm. to do with that title. How long did yours take that to? Hmm? How long did yours take to write? <laughs> I wrote it over four Black days. Of Dawa, yeah? yeah, I didn't nice. make that up. I, just, I have nothing to do with that, you know? And it's like not very humble to call yourself the black belt of Dawah. If you ask me how would I, how I see myself, I would mm. say something like a, a third or fourth degree black belt. You know, not yeah, Dan, <laughs> fourth Dan, yeah, with a red stripe in the middle. No, no stripes, no stripes. Full. What, what other stuff gets you um, full vexed. black? Hmm? Gets you vexed at? Yeah, you're making it sound like to the audience like I'm just vexed. Oh, is this like yeah. a tip for me? Or something? Oh, hello. <laughs> Like some some money That's hidden mine. here, yeah. Just, just slip me a. That's what you asked for today's Juma khutbah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're making it look like I'm vexed all the time. Well, maybe it's I funny. am. You, are, you have I some am. good rants. We recorded some. Alhamdulillah. I'm uh, going to be editing. Rants are good, man. Rants are good because but they have good messages. Tadbi Tadbawi messages. Someone mm. sa- needs needs to say what needs to be said. You know. Mm. What kind of stuff uh, gets you vexed? Oh, there are too many. Like apart from people correcting your English, do you correct American English? Oh, <laughs> with yeah. English, English. Yeah, you, would you so just be careful? I mean, I mean, the other day you you described a brother as buff. Yeah. So don't do that. Okay, but but you can understand <laughs> that that means something different for us, you know. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, a lot of people. But at least, will you give I me t- that? Better be err on the safe side. No, fine. Not call anyone anything that. Well, once I know, it's halas. attractive. But will at least give me this that our spelling makes more sense than your spelling. No, it doesn't. It Come doesn't on, really. Let's just let's no. take it easy. Let's just go with color. Let's be fair. But you don't spell color. C U L L E R. Do you? C O L O R. Color. Color. It, yeah, it's closer than color. C O L O U R. The adding the U is closer to the, the phonetic. Come on, man. Pronunciation. Seriously? It is. It's not color either. You get spelled tire with say, ty. That, 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 that we don't say color, so we can establish that neither is yes, but is completely phonetic. I didn't say right? that. See, you're just so being which is British closer now. To which is closer? Yeah, and simpler and makes which more sense. Which is closer to an uh? Is it an o or an ou? Color, o. Color. Come on, you, you just said color. No, I didn't. The, you, the way you guys you write spell, it is color. What's the guy in the Avengers with the big hammer? Thor. Thor, yeah. O-R makes an or. Yeah. Yeah. Do you say color? No, no, you don't. You say color. No, no, but that's, that's not how it's done. Come on. You you know the language. 
and you, you can't say like sometimes it's a long a sometimes it's a short a so you can't use a long a example and tell me how oh, hey yeah like it's long a like it's for example, like it. huh it's not a's in color like the long a in cat for example so you can't use any cat. other word whether it's a and a consonant and tell me well here it's not long a it's just different here you use something different cat, anyways bat, mat, so it's, let's just move on because it seems like you're not yeah. going to admit I would admit, if there's something where you guys are right, I'll say you're right. Like color. But you would never. Color. Americans don't do ridiculous. color very well. Color is ridiculous. Yeah, the mm -hmm. language called English, but, yeah. we, but we improved upon it. What's, what's, yeah. what's, what's one of the ones where we got right? You said you admit okay, what, what are you? Yeah, if you show me one you got right, I'll admit it. But you don't even want to go with the simple one here. You should have said, Which okay, one? I'll give you color. Then no, I'll color, give you something color else. Color doesn't make sense. It's not color. It, you spell, you write it color. No, we say color. No, we yeah. write it color. Forget it, forget yeah. it. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Give me a paper and pen. No, you don't need a paper and pen. Just admit that uh, there's no need for that you. Admit it. What do you mean? It's an extra you. There's no need for it. You can get color with no, just no, OR. No, no. I disagree with your khalas, khalas. premise. You, you're, you saying that you're saying the original was without a you and we kind of added it. Look. You know, you're familiar with Old English, Middle English, and, and Modern English. Now, some people yeah. some people think... As long as there's no more follow-up questions, then yes, I'm familiar with that. Th some people think King James Bible English, that's yeah. Old English. That's Modern English. Mm -hmm. Old English, if you hear it, it sounds like Swedish. It does not sound like English at all. It sounds completely strange. I actually had a professor speak to us in Old English before just to show us that's... Doesn't even sound like an e at the end of old. <laughs> Fine. Is it the, that one? The point is, yes, that one. <laughs> the point is that the language evolves and spelling has changed. And, yeah, it, and it's changed towards generally towards what is more practical. Okay? So mm, when the U was I don't dropped. Know about that. Oh, come on now. No. You've read if you read some of these Americans. old writings, no? Like no. you write early 18th century, like like the way they spelled things, like whew. That's you just over. You're complicating yeah, that's because it. because of the, okay. the, the origins, the, khalas, the, khalas. the etymological origins or whatever. Let, let's move on. Like if yeah. you were, if you were like being like unbiased, we would continue <laughs> with this. But you just want to. I have scientifically, yeah. You scientifically, just, no, no, nothing scientific. Both here. of them, both of them, both. If, we, if we're it's fair and objective, yeah. C O L O R and C O L O U R are both not 100 percent phonetic spelling. They're not. Yeah. But what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, what I'm saying is, my 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 my, my uh, claim is. That the first syllable, okay, both we got it non-phonetic. Second syllable, O-U-R, having a U there is closer to R than having an O. That's what I'm saying. No. The U is redundant. redundant. There's no need for it. If you would have admitted that, we could have continued this. But you can say every vowel is redundant then. Almost. But you just want to support jolly old England for whatever reason. And which brings me to another point. Who on earth came up with this ridiculous phrase, jolly old English? What on earth is jolly about English? We never say that. I've never said jolly. And where did it come from? Uh, probably American. No American us. came up with jolly old England. <laughs> and look, this, the Glass streets are not jolly. <laughs> the weather is not jolly. There's nothing jolly. jolly. The food is depressing. My friend, jolliness is here. Hmm? Yes, Jolliness is and here. it's kept way down here <laughs> of the, with these people walking with their top hats like hello, yeah. so. like for God's sake, smile. And the food, like yeah, oh man, I tell you, I think uh, anyone who who has a problem, Do you know with what our national dishes. What 
in England. What is it? It's chicken tikka masala. Assalamualaikum guys, me again, reminding you to head over to islam21c.com forward slash donate to keep the lights on on Islam21c. We pride ourselves on being independent and being funded by the grassroots community. Do you know what our national dish is? What? In England. What is it? It's chicken tikka masala. I was just about to say, for all those people who don't like Muslims and don't like immigrants, you should be thankful that they at least brought some good food <laughs> to the country. I don't want to disagree with that. What did you Amen. have before that? Preach on, brother. Yeah. You know, when we're in America mm. and we're wondering, what should we eat? Should we have Thai food today? Okay. Should we have Chinese? Maybe we'll have some sushi. No Maybe we'll have steak. American. Nobody suddenly says, you know what? No, I got it. Let's have some British food. <laughs> Doesn't exist. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> so thank Allah that some people brought some curry down yeah. here. Made some good or food. Or some people might say it's a more insidious one where... You know, you have marketness in marketing. Mm -hmm. Where something is specified, it means you're kind of otherizing it. You're kind of making it stand out. Like the whole thing I mentioned in the last podcast. Where's the one place on earth they don't have Chinese food? Oh. But that's it's just food. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, the Chinese food in America is not Chinese food. <laughs> I, don't, I can't speak for the UK. It's just not Chinese food. And what do you mean? It, it's not real Chinese food. It's Everything has that. Chinatown. Huh? Even in Chinatown, I mean, for the what what is sold and marketed to the American audience has been adjusted to, mm. you know, to suit their palate. Everything has that that sticky sweet sauce on top of it. It's just a disaster. Sweet and sour. I went to a real Chinese restaurant. A Chinese man took me to a real Chinese place in in Malaysia, and it was like I've never had any of this food. But I was like, "Where's General So's chicken?" Like that's a real Chinese thing, or where's chop suey? Can I have some uh, fried chicken wings, please? <laughs> so it was completely different, mm. and they tried to give me chicken feet. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. there's no meat on them, though. Mm? Is there? I don't care what's on them. It's chicken feet. <laughs> Forget it. They have that in America, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I see it a lot of times at the buffet. Mm. They're sitting there. I'm like, it's feet. What do they first, use? And it's chicken. Use them as mm? toothpicks or something. No, I just eat, eat it. This? It's just horrendous. I mean, with all due respect to those who eat it. Mm -hmm. in, um, the, in even in Sudan, they eat chicken feet. Mm. When they boil them, they close up like this, right? <laughs> so the meal, <laughs> so these people can be very creative. They call the meal sabrak. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Because they like, all look sabr, like this sabr, sabr, sabr. sabr, sabr, sabr. <laughs> He just opened the dish and just says, sabr, 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 sabr. <laughs> I'm not done yet. He's like, I'm not done yet. Okay, well, I'll wait, inshallah. It took like 20 hours to cook oh, it. Because every time I opened it, said, just just wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So a lot of things get you angry. Look, man, we're you're trying to make me person. look like... Um, <laughs> but but I can't... But you're the, you sound like the voice of reason in American Dawa, mm, from mm -hmm. our perspective. Yeah, but others might argue, like, he's not even in the, the scene, you know. Yeah, aren't you? Or me? Well, me. To be in the scene now is like you, you're on Dawah now. Some unknown Da'ya is someone who's got hundreds of thousands of followers on Snapchat and Twitter and I don't know, Facebook and all that stuff. Mm. And, and I'm, 
I've disappeared off of that. I, I tried, I swear, I tried, man. I tried hard. <laughs> and I just couldn't do it. I could not just some honesty, man. Like I, I just tried to get followers, but nobody likes me. <laughs> no, I, I, I tried to be on those platforms yeah. or whatever you oh, call okay. those. You have to post regularly and stuff. And I can't do that. Like, uh, first of all, I really, really love my private life and my, my. Yeah. I don't, I don't like being recognized. Like, I love to, and I fool around a lot. You know, when I'm at the mall, for example, with the kids, I'm doing silly things. I'm putting hats on. One time, I'm putting on this big cowboy hat, and said, so then I hear a voice. You look good, brother Kamal. And I turned around, and there's a sister in hijab. Just one time, I was at the Apple Store. Is it a and this Muslim family. Student, yeah, exactly. Student wife. Exactly. First one. The um, I mean, the first option, not the first wife. The sure. cut the bell. We gotta fix that. You were at the I was at the Apple Store. Apple Store. And this family saw me there, and they just kept saying, "We caught you." We caught you. I'm telling like, Samsung. Like, what do you mean caught me? Exactly. Do I have a contract with Samsung? Or was I doing something? Yeah. You caught me at the Apple store. Did you think yeah. this was some other place or something? <laughs> Anyways, so I tried, man. So I, this is me for when it comes to breakfast. I sit down. You I take a picture of it, obviously, first. I get out of there. Take you a picture first, right? No, first. but that would be me if I had to Snapchat. I'd be yeah. like, Assalamu alaikum. Now, <laughs> look. Okay, so let me show you. Now, See, I don't do it, but I know how the game is played. Yeah. Tell me if this sounds right. Okay, here's a, this is me as a sheikh who has a Snapchat following. Okay, I'm having breakfast, but I need to create a teachable moment yeah. out of me stuffing my face with eggs here. <laughs> Salaamu alaikum, brothers. This is just, I'm here, alhamdulillah, for a conference and uh, having breakfast, and there's a beautiful view out there. and. <laughs> Just another reminder to see now I have to make it Islamic. Another yeah. reminder to always thank Allah sure subhanahu wa ta'ala for his blessings and uh, always be thankful for what you have. And I hope you have uh, a good day. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> see, I've never done it, but I think that's not how it goes. You're quite good at it. Yeah, you see. But the truth is, oh, I like from deep down hate it. I cannot <laughs> stand it. You know, I even saw you in the buffet though the other day mm -hmm. taking, taking a video of the nice looking food. Yes. And remember, for I, a maslaha, I have a rule, yeah. Yeah. So, so like you know, as a human being, you can't just just. F I mean, as a human being, you will follow the crowd, anyways. Mm. But you have to always, every now and then, stop and question. Yeah, Any fashion, for example, fashion has no brains in it whatsoever. One day, the fashion is yellow, so everyone starts buying yellow. Nobody questions why, what's the rationale or the logic. But I just start buying yellow because everyone's doing it, mm. and then for no reason whatsoever, next month it's orange. So everyone starts buying orange, and I start also it's buying because orange. it's the season for it, orange. <laughs> And that doesn't mean anything, <laughs> yeah. So I tell people, like, don't just take pictures of your food because that's the thing to do when the waiter puts your plate down. Mm. And I don't care if you do, as long as just in your, you have an explanation for it. So the only one of the few times I'll take a picture of my food is if it's a meal that my wife likes and she's not there, and I want to make her jealous. <laughs> you might disagree with my reasoning, but at least I have a reason to take a picture yeah. of the food. You know. I heard somebody saying, you know, like uh, they they were they were. Going through some pictures in their grandmother's uh, album or something, <laughs> they're like, "Look at these! Every picture has a story behind it." You know, this was like, "Oh, you know, this is when my brother was taken off to the war, and we didn't see him for ten years after that, and this is the day he came back." And they're like, "Wow, there's really powerful stories behind these pictures." Yeah. Imagine our phones, someone, our grand great grandchildren seeing the little grandpa. What's this? You know, pictures that this is, this is when I put Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. some chips <laughs> exactly what it's gonna <laughs> be like 
<laughs> and this is lunch later on that same day. <laughs> and okay. this is another picture, another angle. <laughs> yeah. This is the plate after I was done. Yeah. A friend of mine, when he goes on holiday, Chris, shout out Chris. He says to him, him and his wife, they have to limit any selfie, any picture to just one or two pictures. Mm. So then we get make sure that's a really good picture and don't go wrong blasting everything. And that's a good, you know, good strategy. Man, even now, even Ibadat are like, I saw this post, this guy is like, at the Kaaba, like, Salaam Alaikum, Alhamdulillah, here. I just, you're all in my dua. Really? All 150,000? You're all in my duas. And we'll start, inshallah. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, Allahu Akbar. And it stops. Yeah. Oh, they're they're taking a selfie and they got one hand up for the dua. <laughs> a lot of it is like, you know, look at my life. But some people, you know, they have. Know, they they, they want to get to know the they feel like they're they're part of this person's life and yeah. you know tapping into some kind of disastrous desire i remember one one um this one celebrity he's actually a muslim celebrity mm. very tall guy and michael plays jordan. basketball no muslim did you just make and the feel of michael jordan he's not muslim is okay <laughs> no so yeah. i was just giving you like subtle hints He's a very tall guy, Muslim, basketball player, and his first name is an Arabic name or something like that. That's okay, it. Yeah. <laughs> so he says Rodman. one of the <laughs> Yes, Dennis. <laughs> he said one of his complaints is that so people and he had a reality TV show for a limited time. So people feel like I know you mm. very intimately. He said so they He's would quite generous, isn't he? They would come to me at the airport and give me no. Yeah, no. Shaquille O'Neal, for I God's don't know sake. Any of them. Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> okay. okay. Who's going to remember Shaqeel. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah, man? No, Nobody Abdul remembers that. I liked his name, man. Anyways. I had this little NBA game back in the day. Yeah? And he just used to shout, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> just That's the one, other than Michael Jordan, that's the one basketball player, man. Is he still around? It's like 90% black, and that's the only <laughs> other one, you know? <laughs> so, so he said that people come up to him at the airport and give him advice about what he should do with his what because they feel they know him yeah. that well. You know. Is he the guy who can uh, dunk the ball without jumping? I don't know. Is that tall? I just know he plays basketball. I've never watched him play. Yeah. I don't watch basketball. What do you watch? You watch uh, football? Not really. You don't? Oh, that's great. That's a refreshing. I have a theory that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, watch <laughs> I watch pictures of my uh, <laughs> previous lunches. <laughs> so you don't have like a team or something? No, no. I'm yeah. really against spectator sport. We play every Wednesday in the guys in the office, but why are you against? Like I'm not against. I'm just not interested. I think it's a ploy to um, just pacify the population. Mm, I like. I that. read some nice stuff. I think Chomsky wrote about the spectator sports. That think about it, it makes you well. Not movies. That's not movies good. are stronger extreme. than. No, no, come no, on no. now. No, no, but spectator sports is about not just a distraction and pacifying you, but. Actively the allegiance and the yeah, yeah inculcating yeah. ta'asub and tribalism within you yeah. and expending all of your intelligence so much so much you know potential of people people's intelligence I in memorizing names and numbers that. and statistics and that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, great. You just brought up two interesting things. Number one, like I would like to put a disclaimer out. Like a lot of times I talk about if I talk about something personal, people think that I'm making a religious ruling and they want to argue. No, it's like, don't mm. argue with me. Like, Salam. if I don't like eggs, for example, I'm just telling you I don't like eggs. Like, no, but eggs are mm. like, why are you okay. arguing with me about me not liking eggs? Mm. So, I, I can never imagine, 
I, I try, like when I watch football fans screaming or fighting and like grown men going like this. And I just try to use my imagination to see something in life that I would actually jump up or down like this for. I'm like, it's just other people doing something. I'm doing nothing. Yeah. And I'm going to be so moved for them. Again, again, people get defensive when I say stuff like that. Mm. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, if you can jump, jump. I'm just saying, I can't get to that level. I can jump like this because mm. something happened. And but so. It's a little bit McCrew, right? Huh? I don't know. You're trying to bring religious <laughs> rulings into it, you know. Don't put words in your mouth. But that's the crazy thing, you know. So what is, what's something mm. that you'd like? Because you're, like you're, 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 you don't want to come across as angry. Well, something guy, that I like. Grumpy old man. I like a lot of things, but I also like, um, for example, the things, things I like in, in to be in humans is like just being capable, you know, being capable. So, and, and that might be, it can backfire. Like when we were children, like my, my brother and I, when we were like eight or seven, you know, like 20 years ago, one of the things, eight <laughs> plus seven. <laughs> And 20 years <laughs> no, we were eight and seven, and this was about 20 years ago. If you minus the nights. <laughs> so we we always felt like we could do anything. Like we would watch like the, the pers- a person do the craziest, most yeah. difficult thing on TV, and he would just look at me and say, Let's do it. That's easy. He would always say, It's easy, I can do it. And we always felt like, okay, so as long as another human being is doing something, that human being feels pain. I hope you didn't watch any kind of medical operation dramas on TV. <laughs> Like, I could do that. Yeah. The operation? Lie no. down. No, the acting. <laughs> so, if a human being is doing it, they feel pain, they eat, they need to drink, that means they just put themselves through training and they could do it. So, you can yeah. do it. But if an alien did it, mm-hmm. so, okay, I probably can't do it. We're structurally different. Yeah. And so. Or Shaquille O'Neal. Or Shaquille O'Neal. We could always feel like we could do things. Yeah. So, for example, I'll tell you something interesting. So there was uh, this director in Hollywood, and many people may know of him. His name was uh, Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I read something about him that made me feel jealous, man. Stanley Kubrick would force himself, he would go to the library, also known as the library. La- <laughs> <laughs> and he would force himself to walk into a section that he would otherwise never, ever walk into, like, he, it's n- not in his interest. It's not in his range. He would just force himself to go to like this. the Spanish section. Yeah, yeah, or maybe something worse than that. And some, a lot of people are interested in Spanish culture. Like, yeah. may, he might go into, you know, f- what's that called? Fr- um, fracking. <laughs> you go get a book <laughs> so on random. fracking, for example. I thought you were going to say photosynthesis. Is no. Kind of that's kind of interesting to people. You know how <laughs> life goes. At, no, no, no. <laughs> Actually, we, did, we took yeah. a dig, dig at you before you came. You yeah. have to watch it later. I felt my hasanat going up. As I was coming like up I said, series. with every episode you do. <laughs> the point is... <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, so the he'll point. force himself to read that whole book cover to cover. Force himself to read the whole thing cover to cover, not skim through it. Mm. And he'll keep doing that. Why? So that when he writes movies, he... He um, has more of like a broad understanding of things and he can write about things that... that and I was mm. f- why was I jealous of that? Like This guy is so dedicated to his craft. Look what he forces himself to do. And then some people just don't want to step out of their, their, their comfort zone or their areas. And So like sometimes I'll get on YouTube and I'll just search how to. 
and, and then hit and search. <laughs> and then I'll just learn how to do that how thing. To, how to search properly. Yeah, <laughs> how to search properly. <laughs> and I'll tell you something. If I watch Use a video... Use complete sentences. <laughs> I watch a video on YouTube. I watch it like two or three times, really, really intently. And then whatever it is, I'll do it, and you'll think I've been doing it for for a decade. Mm. Just watch it carefully. I'll like do it. Like magic tricks. Like magic tricks, like... You know, building furniture, like I build my own furniture or fix really? the engines. I went to a, through a phase as well, just looking at these furniture making videos and tutorials. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like something, it taps into something primal like you know, man yeah. wants to do. But at least in America, you, you can actually do something about it, you yeah. know. And I mean, some, this is a, a space kind of joke, you know. We have space, we've got garages, we've got lumber yeah. and... <laughs> We have big roads where you can... Like if I bought a yeah. two-by-four in London, I couldn't even make a right turn because it'll hit the building <laughs> behind me. Like Cars are small. Yeah. There's That's one, one car. of the reasons I like living outside of London. I just you outside of yeah, London? Just about six years ago, I moved out. Congratulate yeah, and stay yeah. outside of London. There's more space. You know, like when I drive into London, it feels really a bit claustrophobic. Unless I go to the really rich areas. Mm. Then they just chase me out. <laughs> Anyways... So and I so mean I like that. that. Thing, that that's one of the re- you know, talking about library. That's one of the reasons why um, that some people complain about a lot of kind of social issues happening because libraries are closing down all of the, all over the show in the UK. I don't know how how it is in America, but it's also a, a kind of social ec- social economic thing as well because Stanley what was his name Stanley Kubrick. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He has time to go and spend in a library or a library. Library. Um, likewise, a bit more affluent people, parents, have time to read to their children. And um, w- when we had a podcast with Adnan Rashid, Ustad Adnan Rashid, um, he was talking about the importance of you know reading and uh, to your children, especially getting kids involved in books and interested in reading. But some people they just struggling to make ends meet. Yeah, and they don't have time to spend with their kids, and you can't really blame them. You know, they have to working for the man, right? Yeah, look. Preach, brother. Here's here's a common mistake people make with free time. So let me tell you a true story. I have this uh, friend of mine, and he in two months he learned this language that's uh, like very distant, spoken only between bef- beyond the mountains, in the region of one country. So it's not a very common. He learned this language in America. Sounds like a huge waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but he wanted to go give dawah to that village. Oh, mm. so he wanted to. He learned it in two months. So I asked him, how'd you do it? And he's busy, he's full-time, f- and he's a father, and he's a husband, and he works full-time. And in America, lang- learn this distant language. There's a better word for it. Not mm. distant, but I can't remember. Not rare, but also, but whatever. The point is, I asked him, how'd you do it? He said, any language in the world is two parts, right? One, you learn the grammatical structure of the language, mm. how to make a past tense, feminine, you know, yeah. masculine, all that. He said, I learned the rules in the first month. And then when you r- learn the rules of a language, now you just need vocab. Just so that you can say, mm-hmm. you know, microphone, table, light, chair. Color. You, you need color and spell it right. <laughs> so you need uh, vocab. Yeah. He said, then the second month I spent memorizing the vocab words. Mm-hmm. He said, I put them on note cards like this. And I put them in this pocket right here. Now, here's what he did mm-hmm. that's correct. Most people will look for a free chunk of time. Like next Tuesday, I have three hours free. First of all, nobody has a chunk of three hours free anymore. That's number yeah. one. Two, if you had a chunk of three hours free, you would not sit for three hours and memorize words. Mm. You wouldn't. So he took advantage of the seconds. 
that he said I would stop at a traffic light. It's red for 35 seconds, 45 seconds. Boom. I take out a word. I can Seven memorize a word in 30 seconds. Huh? Seven of hearts. Yeah. Memorized it. Hey. Okay? Where well, I'm in the elevator. Elevator ride is what? 20 seconds? Boom. Yeah. Take out a card. Memorize it. And he learned the language. And he went there and gave da'wah. Not just, he didn't just say, how are you? My name is. He gave full da'wah. Shakir. <laughs> and uh, let's talk about these people who, they've been learning Arabic for like five years and stuff. Yeah. And all they can tell you is, kayfahaluka. Naam, naam. His brother was trying to speak to him in Arabic. <laughs> His brother would always try to speak to me in Arabic, and I'd be like, and it's just all stuttering and stammering and tripping. He's like, I was like, for God's sake, we speak English, just please make this easy. Like, this is murder here. Yeah, sorry about that. See, that's mean again, right? <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. You know, um, when I'm on stage or if I tell jokes, it's always mean jokes. Mm. I used to have this bit about ugly babies and all this stuff, and and there was a reason for that. And and one of those reasons is that... Is it some it kind of tra childhood trauma? No, it's not... <laughs> it's, it's like I was an ugly baby. It was not... It's not appealing to sisters. Yeah. And that's one of my main uh, motivations for to doing to that. Put, up, to put off sisters. Of course. You know, when you yeah, get up Some and of us have to kind of work hard to undo the, the damage caused by... Uh, Blindingly handsome, good looks. Well, you don't even have to be handsome yeah. because what some some sisters find more attractive is, is the confidence. So this person's yeah. on stage and speaking with confidence, and he's speaking about Allah Azza and His Messenger وسلم, And if I married him, <laughs> let, let me tell you something. This is, and I always I used to do this. This I used to do this in my class for ten years. I would tell them, sisters, do not marry speakers. They are the worst husbands. And if you think I'm just being humble, ask my wife. <laughs> They're never there. They're always traveling. And then the worst part is you marry a speaker. Be, you don't they're know like sisters, him. Sisters, ask my wife. She's sitting right there in the front row. <laughs> the one with the... Oh, that grumpy, one as well. The one with that the, one? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> the one with the grumpy look on her face. That's my wife. <laughs> so I'll tell them, because you, you, like, you have an image of who you think yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So this is what they think. You marry a speaker, and then the first night, you know, you wake up. You're going to wake up in the morning, you're going to find him standing over you like this, full in a thobe, of course, with a hat on. It. And he's going to say, Rawal Imam al Bukhari, rahimahullah. sallallahu alayhi That's how he's going to wake you up. <laughs> like, this is, now here's the reality. <laughs> he's snoring, and you're like, Get up, aren't you supposed to be a speaker doing qiyam and stuff? He's like, oh, oh, What time is it? Wake me up before sunset. <laughs> there you go. It was your fault. Yeah. I'll tell you something. <laughs> I'm talking too much, right? I have this friend of mine. He was, uh, there used to be this fatwa line. People would call. Yeah. You want to do another trick? Oh, people would call and I just want to play with them. So people would call and um, ask their fatwas and stuff. This is the old days. So people from all around the country would mm. call. And Sheikh so-and-so has Tuesday. Sheikh so-and-so has Wednesday. Yeah. So this Sheikh, you know, let's say it was Tuesday. His sister calls him with a fiqh question. He's answering. He answered the first question. He's like, second thing is like, Sheikh, I, I'm, I need your help. I, I'm in love with a, a brother, and I would like to marry him. She's like, well, you know, you can approach him and, uh, through the family, blah blah blah. And then she's like, uh, 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 Sheikh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> True story. This is this is. The, I'm proud of him. What did you say then? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> it, the brother goes, Sister, don't you ever. 
ever call here again. You understand? Never ever call again. Boom, hangs up. I was like, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. I'd be like, what's just their two opinions? <laughs> I'm kidding. First, you say, "Can I see? Uh, can you Facetime?" <laughs> no, this is before then, Habibi. Yeah. This is old Send days. The picture and the post. So what happens? Yeah. Next week, <coughs> she calls again, pretending it's about a fiqh question. He's listening to the question. Suddenly, yeah. in the middle of her speaking, he realizes that it's her. So he <laughs> just cuts her off in mid sentence. Sister, didn't I tell you to never ever call me again? Bam. Champ. Yeah. Today, world, different world today. <laughs> Anyways, but the, the thing is, like, uh, another one of my friends, and he's like a psychologist, and, and the sister called him, he's like, Sheikh, I'm in love with someone. Sheikh, it's you. He said, uh, sister, you, you are not in too. love with me. <laughs> he said, you're in love with the image that you have of me, and I yeah. assure you, I'm not that person. Spectacle. You don't know me. Mm. Yeah. It's deep. So the, for sounds me, like a psychologist. the mean thing, he, I told you, I said mm. he's yeah. a psychologist. I said he sounds like Okay, I suit you. You're affirming, yeah? Taqeed. Taqeed. So, so for me, the whole mean thing was like, I want to be a tough guy. I am a tough guy. You come across as kind of a teddy bear, though. Really? Like a nice Since one. the beginning of this episode, yeah. that's how I've been coming across. <laughs> An angry teddy bear. Cuddly. <laughs> you know, grumpy. <laughs> angry teddy bear, the kind Seven that can grab knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like Charles Play doll, remember? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The hell out of me. I watched that when I was six. When I was on holiday in Pakistan. Why well, on like earth seven. would you watch that as a six-year-old? I don't know. I had cousins who didn't like me. I, don't know. I guess I don't know. It's funny. My children <laughs> saw the trailer to the new one. And they're like, we want to watch it. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, are you insane? You don't understand what will happen to you if you watch it. For like a year, I'd be like... You don't understand what will happen what to my... comes around the corner? My <laughs> lower back if you watch it. Yeah. Because you'll be sleeping in my bed and I'll be at the edge. <laughs> I'll have yeah. back pains for a month. <laughs> yeah, subhanAllah. So... I was talking about the American Dawa scene. Mm -hmm. You kind of skillfully tried to uh, be diplomatic about it. Yeah. What do you think um, the future is for the American Dawa scene in terms of... Uh, the future is to keep watering down Islam. I mean, that's the impression we get from outside, from, from, from across the pond. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, if you're on the ground, you're in with the community and the grassroots, that maybe there is a kind of uh, a wellspring of activists who are Islamic, who have their, their deen. Can I lean back? I need to yeah, lean back. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, put it to the side as well if you want to hold it like a G. Mm. Or can just, just how I um, hold my pistols yeah. too. <laughs> you got to throw the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory about that. We'll get to the Dawah yeah. thing. It's boring, but we'll get yeah. to it. So, so I, used to, um, I used to work in, in Maryland and I would cut through a dangerous part of Washington, D.C. late at night waiting for the bus there. And I didn't know it was a dangerous part of D.C. Mm. I was waiting for the bus. And one night the bus didn't come and I had to take a cab and a cab passed by and I signaled and he stopped and I got in. And then he explained to me, he said, you're in a very dangerous area and I was not going to stop for you. But when I saw you wearing your glasses and everything, uh, I stopped. So then, okay, it got me thinking like, that's why like, I never get mistaken for, for a thug or really pulled over a lot by the police. I wear glasses, which brought me to think, why don't thugs wear glasses? <laughs> so I have two theories. One, there's either something about thuggery that allows your vision to stay sharp. Yeah. Or two, they do have bad eyesight. That's why they're already, always shooting the wrong person <laughs> in the drive-by. <laughs> <the drive -by. laughs> it's true. Yeah. Anyways, back to that. they could just have uh, laser eye surgery. <laughs> LASIK? 
Laser eye surgery, yeah? Yeah, oh, okay. we, call we call it LASIK. Everything has to. Okay. So I have a friend of mine who said, don't do it. Don't do it. Why? I don't know why. He just said, don't do it. That You're going to... Be because you, it deteriorates <laughs> again anyways, slowly. You're like you start fresh yeah. and it starts going down anyways yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Now, there are two things I don't like about it. They're not huge deals. One of them is sometimes you can see the scar floating somewhere. Really? Yeah. Whoa. The guy, one guy was telling me, he's like, it's right there. Like, I know some brothers who got it done in Egypt, went to Egypt to get it done for like 200 pounds. Oof. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> trusting them? Some backstreet Cairo... Uh, <laughs> well, that's one. The it's other like, thing no, is, no, no, it really worked, Dave. <laughs> good, good one, good one. <laughs> Bit late. I am hungry. There's um, American Dawa. Come on. Oh man, what about, what about American I want Dawa? You to, I don't. I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to uh, grass up your friends. No, it's just nothing's uh, happening. It's just just same old, same old. What's the future? You, you know, reckon? conference is happening. You here need and some there. kind of uh, intervention. Do you need Islam Tennessee to come up there and uh, we we need to lay the smackdown to get a hold of our youth before it gets uh, out of hand, mm. you know? Salam guys. Last reminder, I promise. Head over to Islam21c.com forward slash donate to help this movement get to the next level. So we have genuine, high quality media articulating Islam in the 21st century and developing confident Muslims impacting the world for the better. We we need to. To get a hold of our youth before it gets uh, out of hand, mm-hmm. you know, and they they need to get they need to understand their dean, they need to get educated, they need to be firm in issues that, so like looking at the top ten things that cause young people to leave Islam, mm-hmm. and then educate them on these top ten things, you know, preventative, you know. Mm. I have a theory though about people or kids that leave Islam, and that that's it's not for the actual no. reasons they give. That's not a theory. That's yeah. the truth. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. That's the That's truth. That's a kind of a post-facto retrospective justification for or something that's deeply hidden inside, like issues with the parents or confidence oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And that's why the story always starts with, I had very strict parents who used yeah. to beat me to pray. And then they're like, I took a biology class and realized, <laughs> oh really, if they didn't beat you, what? <laughs> you would not take the biology class or it wouldn't sink in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it always starts out with some personal, even atheists start off with this story. Like, yeah. You know, I had leukemia as a child. Why would God that do, God do that to an instant child? Yeah. So I thought there must be no God. It's just emotional. Yeah. yeah? Um. But like, what I... I'm not a huge fan of is the trend is now okay if there's a youth activity or a youth event it's it's not good solid knowledge anymore it's just uh let's we're gonna play volleyball then we're gonna have trivia and then we're gonna you know color hearts and talk about our feelings and um, of course I'm <laughs> hyperbolizing but the point is that what about the stuff that will keep them firm it's just all yeah. gonna be like okay let's have a discussion about that sit in a circle there's no judging here you see how white this stuff is? That's like an alco- Alcoholics Anonymous being. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and people are becoming so. Yeah, I remember I was I was at a gathering the other day, and these are people that are otherwise supposed to be you know understand the ABCs of of manlyhood, you know manliness, mm. and they're like, I wouldn't take my child to that. I'm like, how oh, old your child? My child is you know three years old. Like, why wouldn't you take him to that? Like I'm. T- my son was with me overseas one time, and he was, I think, three or four at the time. They're about to slaughter a sheep, and this one guy, and he's African and black, 
and we're in Africa, and he's like, because that that is that is important. Yeah. You might think, well, what's the significance? Yeah. No, no. He goes, are, are you sure you want him to see that? I'm like, what kind of white person got to you? <laughs> well, what's the matter with you? Like, are you sure you want to see that? I'm, I'm like, safety. what? I, I couldn't. Uh, we're not connecting. He's like, <laughs> no, all the blood and stuff. I'm like, yeah, the blood. So naturally, when they cut, there's blood. <laughs> like, you're trying to tell me your child will be traumatized by seeing the sheep slaughtered. Like, you know how many sheep we saw slaughtered? One time we shot this deer in Virginia, right? Yeah. My friend said he's going to slaughter it and he's going to skin it. Mm. And when it came to skinning, he was just doing a horrendously bad job. It was a baby Don't deer. Don't tell me he was still alive. It was a bit, no. <laughs> it was a baby deer that was shot in front that of its mother. Me. People Bambi, you shot Bambi in front of its mother, and his mother was in the woods oh, crying as we were doing it. And then I told that sister, story one time, and his sister came to me at the end of class. She's like, uh, "I really liked all the the, the jokes and everything." But then she started crying. She said, "I didn't like the joke about the deer." This is a true story. You're like this wasn't a joke. Exactly, <laughs> you got it. That's exactly what happened. Like, I'm sorry, Here that, is the that head. was not a joke. <laughs> I still have the head with me. Anyways, so when it came to skinning, he couldn't do a good job. I'm like, I'm oh, like what are you doing? Stand aside. I thought he knew. And I did it, and he just kept telling me, have you done this before? Like, you're a pro. Like, you know how many times growing up I've watched this happen? And never once was I traumatized. Yeah. And so, like, I was That's supposed to... That's what you to, think. Hmm? That's what you think. That's why I'm bitter today. <laughs> because I watched goats die. <laughs> give their lives up. But you have to make sure that their in life the wasn't area. in vain. Yeah. Like with the goat, the sheep, it, it lost its it's life. Given a nice home. It has to make it worth, yeah. You know... There's, a, there's a, a rule I live by. If you happen to have a meal with someone at a restaurant, then you discover that they're a vegetarian. Okay? Mm -hmm. So he, they tell you, I'm a vegetarian. The less meat we consume, the, you know, all that stuff about you know, how much water cows consume and how much they ruin the mm -hmm. soil and how much goes back into the, all that stuff. So that the less meat we consume, the better our environment will be. If you're ever in a situation like that, order twice the amount of meat. That way you cancel out his life decision. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get meaner no. than that, right? No, that is I'll have two steaks. No. Just <laughs> it's like Can you, you just put one steak. in the bin, please? I'm <laughs> yeah. Now you just had a steak. Man. Okay. So <laughs> they've got a point though. I think that that's a you know, the the it's it's a huge problem of of, of uh, we're not looking after our responsibility of khilafah fil ard. Of stewardship. Okay, okay. Of I thought you were going to mm -hmm. turn. Yeah. <laughs> we need a yeah. I thought you were we turning that. Well. We need that as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all jokes aside, yeah, yeah. I agree with you 100%. Because um, I know someone is going to be like, well, actually, the in, in the comments. Yeah. We've only well, got like 10 years left before the <laughs> ice caps melt or something. We, we, do, we do need to take it seriously. And we don't mm. need to eat that much meat. That's the truth. That's There's the a thing truth. in the UK called Extinction Rebellion. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of like a Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. For the environment, the, the environment like matters. Di direct action, so civil, disobedi civil disobedience, flying drones near airports, mm -hmm. lying down in the road, and that kind of stuff. And they've, you know, to be uh, to be fair, they've they've changed the media narrative about about uh, the environment. They got it, you know, people speaking yeah, I mean, about it. Do all these things. Just don't fly drones yeah. near airports, for <laughs> God's sake. We fly a lot, man. We don't want to. <laughs> don't tell them that. Huh? You should take the train more. <laughs> No, I agree with that. I, I was I actually stopped meat for a year and a half, yeah. like like meat meaning beef and lamb and yeah. goat. But you still had chicken and fish. No, no, and chicken also. Absolutely KFC. had chicken, but uh, <laughs> occasionally I had fish. But I'll tell you, 
and no joke, it was the best year and a half of my life as far as focus, mm -hmm. as far as energy, as far as memorization. It was the best year and a half of my life. It's amazing. What about other aspects of your life? That was your old, the other episode. Yeah, we, had, we spoke to Sheikh Abdurrahim MacArthur and he said um, laying off the meat kind of destroys libido. Look, I can't relate to fat no. people problems, all right? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, he was, he's trim now. No, no, no. I don't mean him. I mean, like, yeah. anytime someone brings up an issue of, you know, like, brothers and sisters, we need to not overeat. I'm like, you know, okay, I can just get up and walk out. Yeah. I don't uh, no, I, I no, really he's, in, in, he's talking about, you know. I know, I know. I did. You saw me sneak out, right? You're like, you're talking about don't eat too much. I'm like, okay, yeah, let the fat guys benefit from this, inshallah. <laughs> I don't need this, you know. I, and I could stand to lose some weight. I'm, you know, I'm just being mean here. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I've got a gut. That's the worst gut, you know. Yeah. You're a big guy, we have a gut. There's justification for your gut. But I'm, I got like skinny arms and legs and then I have yeah. a gut. That's like the, the worst looking gut. Sit-ups. And people ask me like, where is it when you're lecturing? I'm like, I'm tucking it in the whole time. <laughs> when I get to the hotel room, like, look around first and then <laughs> <laughs> I let it out. But, but you didn't feel any change to your, your yeah, libido? Why do you have to go there? Like, no, no I, not at all. Okay. Well, some people give it a try then. Huh? You're cancelling out the effects of the Abdurrahim McCarthy one. I, look, let me, let me tell you something. I'm not a nutritionist or anything, but there's yeah. one thing I've always believed in. Everybody's different. Don't make a mm. rule and think it applies to everybody. One thing that as, as a child I never believed in, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I couldn't care less about breakfast. All right? I, as, I long as, uh, as long as it's there, no. in case you want to have it, no. and the cornflakes is not mixed with <laughs> and the it's milk, 2 and it's milk. cold, and it's cold. <laughs> even though you don't have it. You if I ate food in the morning, it made me yeah. sick. And it did yeah. not affect my function or anything. Everyone is different. People tell mm. you, don't eat and go swimming. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll do the backstroke with one arm and eat the burger with the other. <laughs> and I never vomit while swimming. And then you might vomit while swimming. Everyone's yeah. different. So you just make a rule like that. So Speaking of... Good question. Why did you Why go back, did I to, go meat? back to meat? Yes, yeah. good question. It's a, it was just a slippery slope. It was gradual. So, so my issue was with the meat... First of all, well, you, it was you thought you'd end up in vegan territory. No, no, no. Not, not that way. There was no way I'd end up there. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know if vegan means the same thing in the UK, but for us it means like you, you won't even wear a shoe with leather and stuff. And wow. Yeah, yeah. There's like anything with, with animals. and So how do I get back into the meat? So first of all, I got in it for the wrong reason. Because I, I bought a lot of books on... Uh, on feed, cattle feed, and all that, how it's produced, what's in it, and all that stuff. And there's no way around it. They feed cows the remains of pigs and other cows. Yes. and they, So they're trying to avoid mad cow disease. So they give cows to pigs and pigs to cows, and they mix all mm -hmm. this kind of stuff up. And there's some math that just, you know, would make sense for any farmer. Yani for if I have one steer or cow, I want this thing to gain 500 pounds. You will have to eat 36 pounds of hay to gain one pound. Mm. And I'm trying to gain like 400 pounds for this one animal, and I've got 10,000 of these animals. It's a lot of hay. Yeah. Or it can eat something like two and a half pounds of that fodder that has all the remains yeah. of other cows and stuff in it. It's a no-brainer. I just slaughtered 10,000 last month. I've got all these remains. 
heads and tails and whatever, mix them up, mix them up with some. Anyways, it's not exactly how sounds they make delicious. it. It sounds great, right? <laughs> so, so my issue is like, say, should we stop for lunch? But carry on now. <laughs> these animals have have eaten impurities. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's the name for that? Toxins. No, in in, in fiqh they call it um, an animal that has eaten impurity. It's called a. Um, I don't know. Why I forgot ah. the term. I used to always mention it. And it has to be quarantined. You know, Prophet described it, it or it's, it's, it described that it should be quarantined for this many days of eating pu- pure food only, and then you can eat it. And mm. then you're not supposed to even ride that animal because it's sweat, it's in, in the impurities. So I'm thinking, you can't even ride it. Why are you eating it? Um, man, I just got the word and it disappeared again. Forget the word. The point <laughs> is, just rewind. Yeah, easy, huh? Mm. So, anyways, that was my main thing. I'm like. This is not right. Now, what we're e- what they're feeding the animals. This can't be good, and it can't be al jalala. Thank you. It's called al jalala. So I thought al jalala. just it can't be that it's permissible to eat this. So I quit before checking, uh, doing more research on the fiqh side. Hadith then made up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is al jalala is, but yeah. but they a lot of the scholars did not consider the animals we can consume. Do we have to stop or what? No, no, no. Carry on. Okay, I'm just uh, checking my high schools. Scores for what? Just kidding. Okay. Al Jalala. Yeah. Anyways, Al Jalala, right? Because Al Jalala would be like one of the names of yeah, Allah, yeah, right? Anyways, when I found out it's not, a, it doesn't qualify as a Jalala, that was the first thing is like, oh, well, my life decision was based <laughs> on what? Uh-huh. And then, then I found, and then my other issue was the, all the hormones. Like the female hormones that are given to animals. Like, for example, they give cows uh, a hormone called DES, diethylstilbestrol. Oh, that this, one. Yeah. yeah. This is a, a female hormone that they give the cow. It makes it gain weight and everything. But because it's like, you know, a protein-based hormone, it nothing destroys it. Meaning you cook it, it's mm. in the meat. If you make milk, it's in the milk, it's in mm. the cheese. If you make cheese from that milk, whatever. So, anyways, and um, and then the milk has a percent. And these two, there was a movement to put, to warn people to put EST on milk, so they know there's estrogen in this milk because it will come mm. through. Uh, and it was even some scientists. It was one of their theories behind why homosexuality is increasing. It was you're getting all these female hormones into these children's blood, you know, into their bodies. Blah blah blah. Theory. The mm. point is. Then I found something, it was a website back then, I don't know if it's still around, it's called myhalalmeat.com. So it's not just about being the biha or halal, it was about it being organic, yeah. no chemicals, no uh-huh. hormones, and no um, antibiotics. And then they slaughter it, and then they ship it to you, but it was really expensive. So I got that, and then from there I went to just organic. So you see the slippery slope? Like first, okay, the forget the jalala thing, there's no such thing in the, uh-huh. the fiqh, it doesn't qualify. And then I found meat with no this in it. Then I found organic. And then and mm-hmm. one day you take a bite out of the other meat and you're like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> and memory, <laughs> you're dumb again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All this speak of, uh, all this talk of food. I think let's go and have some lunch now. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Are we filming that? Uh, we might, might as well. But just before we finish, I'm going to do a few more card tricks and stuff. Give you a chance to guess. I'm not going to do all the razzmatazz. Mm. But pick a card. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to touch it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sense it from your brains. Uh, get ready, guys, to zoom into the card. Okay. And 
Okay, Bilal. Show the guys. Uh, just keep your hands up like this. Just keep them up like that. Keep High five. <laughs> okay. All right. Now tell me the card. Genius. Zakla for watching. Uh, this has been uh, the Islam Touristy podcast, up, uh, unscripted, uh, with our, our guest Sheikh uh, Kamal Al Maki. Zakla Khair for coming. We'll see you soon, Thank you for having me. And I'll tell you your card uh, uh, next episode. <laughs> next episode, inshallah. <laughs> 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 I forgot. Um, if you like this podcast, give it a like and a share. And uh, if you didn't, then you're racist. Um, if you want, also uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, iTunes, Spotify. What if you're racist play. and you subscribe? And you subscribe, Fadal. That's a dedicated excellent. racist. Yeah, I yeah, watch you yeah. every week. Yeah. Zakla <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. for watching. We're going to go and eat some, hopefully, hormone less meat. And, uh, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, uh,